Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for September 2nd, 2022. As I get into the word this morning, you know what we do on today's word. It's like a daily Bible study in the morning. We, we've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then we've been looking at 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Yesterday, I was with one of you. Uh, uh, my friend Jay was that watches every day was with me in the car. We had to go somewhere. And Jay said, man, I've read 2 Peter many, many, many times. And it's like, you're, you're bringing out levels of revelation. And so we laughed about it. I was like, dude, there's levels of revelation in the word of God. And I remember 20 plus years ago, I was in Bible college and uh, my instructor, Dr. Charlie Dean Palmer, he would go around and assign us scriptures in class and we would have 10 minutes to prepare and then 10 minutes to preach. And, um, and so I remember he gave me one night um, Philippians 4 and 4. And I said to Dr. Parma, I said, sir, uh, if you don't mind, can I get another scripture? And he said, what do you mean? He said, man, I, I've already preached. I said, I've already preached Philippians 4 and 4 twice. And he went off. I mean, he went off on me. He said, what do you mean, Brother Pinion? Also, you preached it twice, so you've already gotten out of it, gotten everything that you're going to get out of Philippians 4 and 4. Are you crazy? And he went off on me. And, and so he was basically saying there's levels and levels and levels of revelation in the word of God. You could go to Philippians 4 and 4 every day for the next year, and you're going to get something different. And so, so then he made us all preach John 3.16, and obviously everybody had different messages, and everything was, was amazing, and he was, the point he was making was this levels of revelation to the word. So as you said, well, Rick, why do you go to the same scriptures? Put that in the chat. There's levels of revelation, right? There's levels of insight. And, and so I read a lot of times the same scriptures to you every day, sometimes for weeks, and, but we go and we unpack it, we unfold it, we go through it, and God gives us fresh insight on a daily basis, and we apply those things to our lives. So I'm ready for the word this morning. I hope that you are as well. This is God's Grace in Our Faith, part 76, right? It's already done, part 14, and the title of today's message is, You Must Be Processed for Your Purpose. Say that. Say, I must be processed for, your, for my purpose. You must be processed because... There's a purpose that God established for you, but you must be processed to the point where you're ready to walk in it. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Get ready to receive the word. All right, so we have to be processed for our purpose. Let's talk about it. So John 1 14, John 1 17, the Bible says, the word Jesus became flesh and he dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father full of grace and truth. He was full of grace, which is the truth. In John 1 17, the Bible says, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. And now 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, we've been looking at, at this and we're going to continue to walk through it. The the Bible says, hey guys, I'm Simon Peter. I'm a servant and an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I'm writing to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. We dealt with that through the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ, according as his divine power has already given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So the more knowledge of him we have, 
the more we realize, recognize, understand, get a revelation of what he's already given us in life and godliness. All things have already been given us to us for life and godliness, all things richly to enjoy. I'm teaching on that. And God has called us to glory and virtue, whereby God has given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises. Why? So that we can be partakers of his divine nature, and then we can escape the corruption that is in this world through lust. So it is through the word of God, the promises of God, that we become a partaker of God's divine nature, and we become different from the world. So let's deal with it. What does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you in this morning. I'm still dealing with the same line. I have been for days, and I'm going to keep dealing with it until the Lord tells me to keep go forward. According, this is 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, according as his divine power has already given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him. So what does this mean for you today on this Friday morning? I have three things to share with you. Here's number one. Here we go. You <laughs> lack nothing. I said this to you yesterday. I'm going to drive it home again today. Say, I lack nothing. Say that. Say that out loud. Put it in the chat. Believe it. I lack nothing. As it relates to me becoming who it is that God has called me to be and me receiving whatever I need to receive to walk in my divine assignment, if God stored it up for me, if God planned for me, then I lack nothing. According as his divine power has already given unto me all things that pertain unto life and godliness, and I get a revelation of, of what he's already given me through the knowledge of him, right? So I'm being processed to the point where I understand that I lack nothing, it's already mine, it's already done. All right, so the more you meditate on this, the more truth God will reveal to you concerning it. We've been looking at 2 Peter chapter 1 and 3. Now, let me give you some other scriptures to meditate on. And, and those of you that get my notes, you, are, you already have all these scriptures. But the Bible tells us in Ephesians 1 and 3 that God has already blessed us. Say, I'm already blessed. <laughs> God has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Say, I'm already blessed. See, I'm already, I lack nothing. I'm already blessed. God has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So now when I'm walking out on a daily basis, I'm walking out the blessing that's already been provided. I'm already blessed. The blessing is on me and in me and with me and for me. Say I'm already blessed. All right. So that's Ephesians 1 and 3. In Ephesians 1 and 11, the Bible teaches us that God already predestined me according to his own plan. God has a plan and he predestined. What does predestined mean? Well, destined or destination means, you know, destiny or destination, it means that that's the ending point where I'm going to, my ultimate arrival, right? I'm going to be at this place and God planned in advance for me to arrive at that destination. So he set my destination beforehand. He predestined me according to his own plan. Let me read Ephesians 1 and 11 to you from the Passion Translation. The Bible says, through our union with Christ, we too, have been claimed by God. Oh, say I'm claimed by God claimed me. Ooh, what does that mean? That means that when God looks down at me, he says, hey, that one, that one, that's mine. You know how how you you, you may be at a party with a, with a bunch of kids and you have kids and your kids are running around and somebody walks up to you and say, which one, which one of these kids is your kids? And you go, oh, that one, that one right there, that one's mine. God claimed me. God looks down and says, ooh, that one, that one right there, that one's mine. He's my son. He's my daughter. Come on now. Through our union with Christ, we have been claimed by God. God, with his own inheritance, before we were even born, God gave us our destiny. <laughs> before we were even born, he set the destination before I took one breath that we would fulfill the plan of God 
who always accomplishes every purpose and every plan in his heart. Watch this. God set my destination before I was born. He gave me my destiny before I was born. And now he's working on me so that I can fulfill the plan of God. And God always accomplishes his purpose and his plans that are in his heart. My life is all about him. Say amen to that. When you live like that, you lack nothing. How can you lack anything? How can you lack anything if you're doing what he told you to do? And he already stored it up. The Bible teaches us that we were created in his image and after his likeness. That's Genesis 1 and 26. But not only that, once this, we were created in his image and in his likeness, and then we were recreated when we were born again. And when we were recreated, the Bible says this, Ephesians 2 and 10, we were recreated. Watch this. God made us what we are. In Christ Jesus, God recreated us or made us new people. Why? so that we would spend the rest of our lives doing the good things that he had already planned for us to do. Come on now. So he had already planned good things for us to do. And now once we're recreated in Christ, say I am recreated. I'm, I was created, then I was recreated in Christ Jesus. And now that I'm born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, recreated in Christ Jesus, I now spend the rest of my life doing the good things that God had already planned in advance for me to do. Say it's already done. Say, I lack nothing. So if you believe what the Bible says about God's preparation for your arrival and your subsequent success, because God already prepared for you to do what he called you to do, then you have to conclude that everything you need has already been provided. God did not send you to the earth to fail. God sent you to the earth to fulfill his purpose. And the only way that God can truly expect you to fulfill his purpose is if he already provided you everything that you would ever need to do it. So in God's mind, you lack nothing. So in your mind, you can't live with a lack mentality, with a poverty mentality, with a, when you can't pray from a position of lack or poverty or need. You're praying from a position of grace. You're praying from the position that, God, I lack nothing. It's already done. You can't come to God and be like, oh, God, you want me to do this? Well, you, if you want me to do this, I'm going to need this. I'm going to need, I don't know what I'm doing, God. If you want me to do this, God, oh, can you please help me? No, that's not how God wants you to pray at all. God wants you to get up in the morning knowing, God, Father, I thank you. You made plans for me from the foundations of the world. You've been giving me this dream. You, you've been waking me up in the middle of the night. You've been putting this image and this picture of me doing this thing, me operating on in this business or operating on this level or getting promoted or doing this or doing that. Father, I see it and I believe it and I receive it. Now, I don't know how I, I, this thing is going to come to pass, but I believe that all things that I need for me to do that because you called me to do it has already been stored up. I lack nothing. So, Father, I'm in a position... I will walk this thing out. You lead me. You lead me how you want me to do it, where you want me to go. You're going to bring me before right, the right people at just the right time. My gift will make room for me. You will open doors for me that no man can close. You will close doors for me that no man can open. I lack nothing and I'm ready to receive what has already been provided. Come on now, that's how we live. Say amen to that. All right, number two, all things that pertain to life. Let's talk about all things that pertain unto life. And then I'm going to talk about all things that pertain to godliness. So everything that you need for life, say external, everything that you need for life, external, and then godliness internal is already done. Let's talk about external first. So everything that you would need external was prepared for you before your arrival. And now what God is doing is God is preparing you for what he already prepared for you. Let me say that again. God prepared for your success. He prepared for your arrival. So now he's preparing you for what he already prepared for you. So everything that you would ever need in life, watch this, look, look at me. 
everything that you're going to need. I'm talking about earthly resources, startup capital, equipment, access to education and information, access to open doors and divine connections, key relationships, etc. Everything that you would ever need to do what God has called you to do has already been prepared for you because God wants his plans to succeed. Come on now, right? So if you have kids, if you if you make plans for your kids to do X, don't you don't you store up whatever they're going to need? Don't you prepare? Oh, hey, Ethan uh, is on this soccer team now. We signed him up for the soccer team. Isabella and I, it was our plan. We signed him up for the soccer team. So that means that he needs some cleats. We got to go get him some cleats. That means he needs some socks and shin guards. We got to go get him some socks and shin guards, right? Everything that we, listen, it's part of our plan and we're going to set him up for success. I'm telling you that God sent you to this planet for his plan. And, And so because it's his plan, he stored up everything that you would ever need. That's why it's critically important for you to know what God has called you to do. The the things that you need for selfish desires have not been stored up. Let me pause right here. Make sure I drive home this point. Everything that you need to accomplish God's plan for your life is already yours. It's already stored up and it will manifest in your life at just the right time. Now, if it's a selfish desire, it has not been stored up for you. And so if you have a selfish desire, God never signed up to give you your selfish desires. That's why the text says, I keep driving home the scripture. Peter said, this comes through the knowledge of him, right? So so as I'm getting a revelation of the knowledge of him, now I know what he already gave me. All things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him is already mine. Now, when when I'm coming up with a selfish desire, something that's not part of God's plans, now frustration is gonna set in because I'm making a demand on God for something that's not mine. But when I'm making a a demand on God for something that's mine, it's already been stored up. See, God is not here to give you whatever you want. God is here to manifest his plans and his purposes in your life. So you have to align with God's plans. You have to die to self and you have to stop making a demand for selfish desires. James said in James 1, "You, you have not because you ask not. But then again, sometimes you ask and you don't get it because you're asking for selfish desires. And so, no, if you're asking for selfish desires, you're going to be making a demand on God for something that's not yours. But when it's yours, it's already stored up. It's already mine. It's already done. Say amen to that. You lack nothing. All right. So don't forget, though, to consider God's timing. So the promises of God have a timing component. And so God's plans and purposes will only manifest in his timing. And and so this is why you need, as I close out this point, You need patience and discernment. You need discernment to know the timing of God. Like, okay, God wants me to do this, and this is the season for me to do it. And then you need the patience to be able to endure until that season comes. There's some things that God will reveal to you that you're called to do, but that doesn't mean that you're called to do it now. So you need the discernment to know when the timing is right, and then you need the patience to be able to endure and not give up until that time comes. You got it? All right, number three. All right, all things that pertain unto godliness. So let's talk about that, godliness. So while you're waiting on God's timing for the external resources to manifest, the internal issues are not a matter of timing. Let me be clear about this. The internal issues are not a matter of timing. They are a matter of development. So while it is true that God has already given you or blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, 
These gifts must be developed. Say, I must be developed. You have to be processed. You have to be developed. So you must develop the character required to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. I was at a promotion ceremony yesterday. Uh, 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 a friend of mine from the Virgin Islands grew up very disadvantaged and is now a two-star general in the United States Army. He talked about all the people that invested in his life, but he kept coming back to this word character. He kept talking about how he has the character that, and because he's developed the character, then people are willing to invest in it. Listen, if you don't have the character, God is not going to release the blessing. If you don't have the character, let me say that again, God is not going to release the blessing. You must be processed to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. If you have character flaws and you have issues in your character, then, then God can't release the blessing because if he releases the blessing, then what is intended to be a blessing can wind up being a curse. So it's a matter of development. You got to die to self and develop in the spiritual gifts that God has called you to walk in so that he can release the blessing in your life. You have a divine purpose, but you must also endure the processing. Say, I must be processed. You must be processed to be able to walk in your purpose. God will not release the blessing before your character is there, before you have developed the character required to handle it. And so you have to be able to, to show God that you can handle the blessing. You got to be able to show God that you can handle the weight of the assignment. So here's some things you could do. You got to spend time in the word of God. So you can get to know God's character, attributes, and nature. You got to spend time with the Holy Spirit so you can learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. You can learn to discern his voice. You got to spend time actually putting his teaching into practice. You got to leave from the classroom to hands-on labs. You got to have to actually try this thing. Let me let, go out there and what you're learning in the word, you got to go put it into practice in real life. And so that you can watch this, develop your character and your conduct. And so as you do this, as you're, as you're showing to God that you are becoming the man or the woman that God called you to be from the foundations of the world, then he can release the blessing. See, many are called but few are willing to endure the processing required to walk in the assignment. So my prayer for you is that you would become so dedicated to what God called you to do, so dedicated that you will endure the processing required for you to walk in your divine destiny so that you will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. I've said a lot this morning. I'm going to close this out right here. We're going to close out the weekend. We're going to make a declaration of faith. We're going to speak some things over our lives. All things that pertain to life and godliness are already yours, but it's through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Let's speak this over our lives. Y'all ready? Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your amazing grace and my requirement to live by faith. Your spirit is constantly revealing to me what I was born to do. I believe and I receive my divine assignment. I am committed to enduring the processing required to walk in the fullness of my destiny. As I am processed, I become the man or the woman I was born to be. And I will spend the rest of my life walking it out. I will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased because you have already given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. There are no excuses. There's nothing you can't do. And you live in me. Therefore, I will change the world. 
I will do it by your grace. I will do it for your glory. And I boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. Now listen, my notes, if you don't get my notes, why not? They're free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. People say, well, Rick, how can my friends sign up? I say this every day. Tell your friends to go to Today's Word. Oh, you do it. Put in their email address. Click on the big red subscribe button. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, if this message was a blessing to you, I need you to leave me some comments in the chat. I like to read those. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing Labor Day weekend. I won't share a message on Monday, but I will see you on Tuesday morning. Walk in the blessing. Greater is coming for you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things uh, as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.